Well, that's not nice. Remember when Bobby Boucher showed up at halftime and the Bud Dogs won the Bourbon Bowl, do you? Yo, Bobby! What? Bob? 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 Over here! Robert better not get in my face. I'll drop that motherfucker. He's a little bit long-winded. He doesn't translate very well into our generation, and his jokes are terrible. I'm just a man, same as you are. You're not a man, you're a bishop, for God's sakes! There is no God. Wow. You're on the air, sled god! We're good. It okay, just yeah, just keep it going. Fuck, I can't. All right, anyways, we'll we'll pop in. Fuck, dude, I wasn't looking over there. I'm so sorry. I don't know if when I clicked off to go play the music, if it fucking, if I clicked pause or something. You know, everything in the Blue Light Studios here, ladies and gentlemen, I mean, we're talking technology galore. I can't even keep up. I mean, it's like, you know, I mean, it's, <laughs> I, I was, it's like Mission Control over here, Boucher. Come we, I, I have the double screen, <laughs> but it's supposed to be foolproof. But Vince, I find a way as I'm about to brag to you. Yes. I'm about to brag to you <laughs> about the audio. All of a sudden, now you're cutting it, dude. Anyone who listens to this is gonna hear me do this. Where it's like I have to eat crow. Where it's like the audio is gonna work good. This is right. gonna, this is gonna translate. I'm glad I caught that before I kept going. Now the problem I made is I always sat where you were because I could then see if something like this fucks up. Mm-hmm. I made the new studio. Vince is the first one in here in like two months and of course vince is the guy's like i'm gonna redeem myself the first time we came <laughs> it ends up sounding like we recorded from the fucking ipad <laughs> and we did record <laughs> it from, from the, the iPad. ipad and then i was like vince i'm so sorry that's never happened to me before and then of course because i go to play the hundred years with the fucking get, 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 that's what the karma i get is, is i'm like fuck i played my hand vince all right, Vince Wright, <laughs> the Vince Wright <laughs> podcast, Sports Done Right podcast uh, on the uh, what, what's the, on the Pigskin Network? Pigskin Podcast Network. Pigskin so Podcast Pigskin Network. Net- yep, PigskinPodcastNetwork.com. And uh, shout out to the sponsors over there. Uh, my main man, Matt Nelson over at 7th Matt Avenue Nelson, Pizza. Matt Nelson, alumni of the podcast. That's right. And Cultivated CBD, man. Anthony and the crew over there, big shout out to them, man, because you know, Bobby, you get older, your bones start aching a little bit, man. That cultivated CBD will just take those, you know, take the pain away. As That's they nice. Say, I'm so. gonna have to. I'm gonna have to order in. I've obviously heard them that they are they are market lore with uh, mm-hmm. the, with uh, K fan, but right. I'll have to. I'll have to give them a try for sure. The the uh, massage place over here, the yes. right across over here. This is where. Um, the guy who blocked me, the guy who blocked me on Twitter gets his massages. I'll just say that because I suppose anybody who gets massages doesn't want the spot hitting up. Right. But uh, they use cultivated CBD, okay. and it sounds like it's amazing. All right. Well, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> just hit up the massage parlor and, and find out. Or, or find them on uh, cultivated <laughs> right. CBD. Is it cultivatedcbd.com? Yes, it is. Awesome. Awesome. Well, good for them. Yep. Uh, that's fucking That's sick. Maybe we'll. Uh, you might hear some of the products being adjusted later. Who knows? If you hear a bubbly, it's just CBD. <laughs> um, no, uh, no, we uh, none of that. Um, anyways, all right, let's get this going. I want to yes. show Vince a song. It's uh, it's fucking all right. Anyone who's into this, it, it's an old '70s song. It's okay. Um, we're just gonna. Oh 
shit. That was almost bad. I almost tipped my whole fucking table. I got to get better tables for my pot, my shit sand. Uh, that you do, apparently, my friend. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's, that's a true statement by the gov. Thank you. He yes. supports that statement. Ooh, a flute. Oh, yeah, you'll hear it. Yeah, right. 70s was definitely known for the flute. Right? Dude, oh. And this is this is like some early shit, too. Just want to make sure it's grabbing. Brave dreams oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We'll jam out here and we'll fucking, uh, we'll be right back. Dude, what? All right, so you were okay, telling me about yes. this movie that oh, well, Hot Tub. Hot oh, tub. Hot Tub. So yeah, and that's where I lost my train on. of thought. Perfect. So, okay, so we were talking about music on all kinds, all this stuff. So yeah, I would put a picture of my hot tub with the sensual lighting like you got going here, and I'd always put Hot Tub, Sinatra Channel on XM. Ooh, Sinatra. Bourbon, or whatever I was drinking. Nice. And that was the thing, man. People and some people would have kind of messaged me privately and they go, dude, you like Frank Sinatra? Oh yeah. You know, I mean that's the beauty of music, right? I mean Frank Sinatra's fucking amazing. You like all kinds. And I think sometimes, you know, you get labeled, you know, hey, I grew up uh, out in rural Minnesota, so I like country music. Well, maybe that person likes hip hop. Yeah. Or you can like all kinds of music. I mean, I tell people all the time, you know, one of my favorite bands, Motley Crue, one of my favorite bands, Van Halen, along okay. with the Run DMCs and all my hip-hop heroes and the public enemies and oh, wow. all this stuff. But, man, you put on a variety of music around me, and that's kind of how I grew up, too. You know, my parents, we grew up in an R&B, you know, bass house because we were a black family. So we grew up yeah. listening to R&B, but they liked the Eagles. They love uh, Hall and Oates and Steely Dan and, and all this other stuff. Oh, yeah. So that's where it kind of comes for me and growing up in a more white neighborhood in South Minneapolis back at the time. You know, yeah. a lot of my yeah. friends grew up, you know, on the 80s rock. So that's where 
you know, you get into the I Van get Halen's. into the Van Halens and the Motley Crues <laughs> and Rat and all this stuff. And then those same kids got turned on to the Run DMCs and the hip hop, you know, that was hitting at the time. Yeah, yeah. You know, and, and all the groups like that. And Eric B and Rakim and all these cool acts. Oh, man. Music is the one thing that definitely can bring people together. Oh, hell yeah. But you, you know? got to be open to it. But, you know, it's the soundtrack of your life. Think you do a lot of shit to music. Oh, Hands you know, down. Uh, you, now, it, well, sorry, not to. No, go ahead. I was gonna say podcast cut me off on music. I used to only listen to music, and then once I found out you can listen to people free openly speak, I was like, oh my god, let me find the people <laughs> I tried right. to. And I, of course, I found weirdos, and uh, one of them was like the first thing was like Power Trip Morning Show. Mm-hmm. But dude, music used to just be how I got through. Like I remember right. up until I was oh. 19 years old. That's when I was driving back and forth a five hour car ride uh, back home to see my kid. Um, yeah. I would pick like acoustics and find acoustic covers of songs that right, weren't even yeah. uh, uh, you know rock or whatever. Mm-hmm. Amazing, you know, changed my life. Again, the soundtrack of your life, man. I mean, music gets everybody through so much at different points. You know, death, life, whatever it is, music's always there, man. And I remember, you know, I just go in my bedroom when I was a teenager, man. I throw 1999 on from the double album from Prince. And, dude, I just get lost. Yeah. Just literally get lost. Or whatever tune it was at the time. You know, I, I had <laughs> records back in the day. So, you know, I mean, I'm pre-CD, man. <laughs> what, are your, yeah. what are your first three? You're going to laugh at mine. What are your first three? My first three CDs? L- yeah, or, like what, whatever yeah. you had. Like whatever you remember most. Like what are your like, I'll, favorites? Well, here's, favorites, a, here's the variety. Favorites I from just your told youth. This. Favorites from your youth top Okay, five. so when the CD finally kind of came out and music was moving towards that yeah. in the mid-'80s, my first three CDs that I bought were... Run DMC, Tougher Than Leather. Okay. U2, Rattle and Hum, the oh, live wow. album. Double album they released, live album. Tokens going, uh, yes. <laughs> he loves And loves for my R&B people out there, Keith Sweat's album. <laughs> and That's I a mean, fucking hey, R&B name, Hey, dude. man, Keith Sweat, that album, <laughs> right in the wrong way to love somebody. I mean, something <laughs> what just is the name of the right. album? Uh, right in the wrong way to love somebody. On. I just want to make sure that's the bad. If it's right in the wrong way to love no, somebody, no, no, no. That's the baddest thing I've ever heard in my life. No, that's the name of the song. Oh, but um, you know, I've already got three kids, man. If I listen to this, is this gonna <laughs> is this gonna up the ante that I have four in my house? It, it yeah, <laughs> yeah. It uh, will definitely do that. Make it last forever <laughs> is the name of the album. So there you go. Wow. Speaking of adding kid number four, wow. Uh, I definitely recommend it if okay. you lo- if you like R and B, man. Key Sweat, that album right there. <laughs> will be, I listen to it all the time to this day, my friend. So those were the first three CDs I bought. Just kind of show you the variety that I get into, yeah. in, in terms of music as well. Hell yeah, uh, mine are <laughs> mine are like Hinder, mm-hmm. fucking uh, Lincoln Park. Uh, uh, I think it's not Encore. It's the one with. Uh, it's the one with in the end. Um, red and black is the colors of the fucking album, and then uh, like I don't even have my first my first actual CD was Aaron Carter. Oh wow! And it, and it was the one that had "I Want Candy," which is a cover. Oh man! Yeah, I used to play Ooh, that through uh, Aaron Carter. I, I now Mr. Boucher. I never would have guessed that he's on meth now. That's actually right. My, exactly. He's actually my first concert. Is Aaron Carter? Wow! Aaron Carter. Wow. 
It's my. I only have two. Well, I have. I have. Okay, I should clarify. I have the weirdest arrangement of fuck. I also have the smallest. I have the smallest weirdest uh, lineup of concerts ever seen. Okay. Um, it starts with Aaron Carter at the grandstands, where he played the infamous "I Want Candy." Uh, Backstreet Boys, the Black and Blue uh-oh, concert. Uh-oh. He wants um, it that way. And I also cried because I that was my first time I was ever in a huge stadium. And I thought time, the, okay, I out. thought the roof time was out. gonna fucking fall. You cried. Yeah, at a Backstreet Boys concert, Black oh, and Blue. Okay. I okay. thought the roof was gonna come down. I've never seen. I never saw rafters shake before. Tell me why. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I know why. It was Nick Lachey. Or is, is, is Nick Lachey no, a Backstreet no, Boy? No. That's in sync. No, no. He was, what was the other one? Uh, uh, 98. Nick Carter? Nick Carter was in Backstreet yeah, Boys. Yeah, yeah, Nick Park. Nick Carter. Who's the orange-haired guy, the ginger? He, maybe it was light oh, brown hair. His, ba- his Burger King toy was him holding the ball out. Dude, the Backstreet Boys had their own. The Backstreet Boys had their own Burger King toy line. Hey, man, I, like I said, now, at the time, <laughs> you know, I wasn't a big boy band dude. Yeah, yeah, for sure. You know, kind of, again, that was the R&B side of me, so the boy bands I did listen to, yeah. you know. Uh, you had uh, Bobby Brown. and Boys to Men, yes. New Edition, yes. you know, all that stuff coming up. So I always thought, you know, when they were hitting initially, Backstreet Boys, NSYNC, kind of corny. Yeah, oh, yeah. But now kind of looking back, I give them. It's iconic in a well, way. Well, yeah, but I give them. You know, there's room for everybody, right? right? In terms of music, and I'm a lot more open to some of those songs where it's like, oh, I wasn't that bad, I guess. Yeah. Than I was back then initially, where it's like, man, this shit is awful. I had two sisters at the prime ages of both, where it was inappropriate to like the Backstreet Boys as much as she did, <laughs> and also probably appropriate. So like, right. I was on, or the, maybe I, just a little scary. Too. Yeah, I was. Well, like it's always like it's always like were those bands made? Like what age were those bands made for? Because well, like, you know, I've watched a couple documentaries <laughs> on on you know them and yeah and bands in general, but I watched. I think it was on Showtime. They had a Backstreet Boy documentary, which I just found myself enthralled with. Yeah, they're incredible. And, yeah, and they just the and, story. but they talk about how their manager, that Lou Pearlman dude, who fucked him he's over. He's like, on well, well, right, right. But he goes, imagine this, and I forgot which one. I think it might have been who's the dark haired dude, Kevin or whatever. Wait, the ugly one? I don't know, dude. Who's the fat one? Who, Joey Fatone. No, no, dude, this is Backstreet Boys. Yeah, Joey Fatone is, is no, Backstreet Boys. No, he was in sync, dude. Was he? Yeah. Come I don't on. fucking know shit, I, dude. I only went because that's what my family gathering was, dude. And my Breaking dad, up my heart, man. My, my, <laughs> my dad called me all sorts of names, and I'm starting. But, to but anyway, out why. Uh, he was you like, you know, imagine having a manager, and yeah. this is the guy from Backstreet Boys, going, you know, imagine having your manager create a band that's going to replace you, basically creating the band to replace you. In sync. Okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. he was in sync's manager too. Remember, so he's he double dipping. He managed both. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my so god. So that's where all the lawsuits and stuff were coming from because he's double dipping. He's getting songwriting credits. He's getting paid on being the sixth member or seventh member of these groups. It's he should crazy. be federally indicted on who he was Do sleeping with at that time. Yeah. You know. And yeah, I you forgot the name of it, but it's it, it's it's pretty deep. And that's how I wound up watching this documentary because it was showing them on like the reunion tour or whatever and so they start talking about the manager and what went wrong and I'm going to make a bold all statement this stuff right they now. were suing him. He hung out with Epstein. 
Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm just gonna make a bold statement. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Jesus Christ, dude, both you're, dead now too. You, uh, yeah, no shit. Yeah, he's yeah, yeah. Okay, see, if, dude, that's that's where it's like if you if you oh oh my god. Well, anyway, I was like I was like seven years old when I went to that. By the way, okay, so okay. don't you can't judge me. Completely. No, no, and folks, remember huge discrepancy in ages here. Yeah, I'm twenty. A, I'm gonna be twenty nine. Exactly, in a month. I'm fifty three. So. Oh wow, okay, exactly. All right, Jesus. But here's a funny story, though. Speaking of Backstreet and and bands I, like that, yeah. So I have a friend of mine. I won't use his name, but you're fine. <laughs> he was a huge Backstreet Boy, in sync, Justin Timberlake fan, he's, right? He's kind of got some. He got some demons. But listen, listen. Anyways, go on. Sorry. I and I would give him crap for for all that, especially the Justin Timberlake. This was as Timberlake is now going solo. So oh yeah, we're, okay. We're kind of beyond the boy band thing now. Right. Justin's starting to find his way yeah. as as the solo dude. His song about getting beat up by women. That well, was like that was he, like the first big hit that he came out with solo, right? Right. So he starts hitting, and I'm like, man, because this dude, he's like a girl with Justin Timberlake. Yeah. You know, loves him that much, right? His wife told me he went they they went to a record store. He made her go in to buy a Backstreet Boys CD because he was too embarrassed to do it himself. That's funny. Exactly. Was it was it the but one with all of them dressed I, in white? I have no idea. But can we dress all in white to your hey, rib party? Well, that, that's the basic move, right? How funny would it be to be at a rib party dressed in white, dude? Hey, it you're works gonna, for Puff Daddy, right? Yeah, but that's the white he, party works. He can buy like five shirts if he fucks one up. Oh, that's true. I can't. We're all gonna I look like exactly. slobs by the end of the night. Exactly, but. Yeah, man, it's uh, it was it was a trip because he had this fascination with Timberlake, and and I will, you know, I, then I a few years later come along, and I was listening. I forgot what song. I was like, hey, it's kind of bumping. It's yeah. all right. And then all of a sudden, I'm like, hey, I'm a Justin Timberlake guy. And That's like, funny. Oh man. That's crazy. Funny. That's funny. Sports Gov Timberlake. Hell yeah. What? The hell yeah, dude. Uh, that the third one. The third one is uh, it was a, <laughs> I, I was in confirmation at a Lutheran church. It was eighth grade. I uh I think it was Reliant K, but the first mm. band was Breakfast, and they were all religious shit. I think it was oh. Reliant K. I can't remember. Hmm. It might not even been that. It might have. I, it it was some. It was some. I didn't. I fell into it. Anyways, I asked this girl to go with me, and I I had a crush on this girl named Haley Keenan. Big fucking <laughs> deal, dude. I had a huge crush on her, and uh, asked her like, she'd already done this thing where she wanted to like date, and then like two days later she's like, I don't want to date. Story of my life. This happens much mm-hmm. later. This happens many times over in my life. Um, anyways, <laughs> anyways, we've all been there, Boucher. We've I, all been there, brother. I call her because we're still good friends. We're still good oh, friends. But cool. I'm thinking, that's like, cool. I'm thinking, like, how cool is this going to be? I'm in eighth grade or seventh grade, something like that. I was like, I'm going to call her and be like, you want to go to this concert? And she's like, oh, I fucking love them. I was like, I know. And uh, I was like, this is going to be right. sick. Literally within a half an hour, I called her back, paranoid about what i would even like talk to her about or what i would do told her hey they pulled the tickets oh no i'm so sorry and she was so fucking bummed dude you got in your head man (laughs) oh story of my life that was the beginning vince that was the beginning of me dating and being terrible at it i i well i can i can kind of relate to that but oh I do think oh, back to go. I fucked man. up. I could have brought that chick, but it was ended up right. me. It w- it ended up me screaming 
Like, I wasn't, dude, I was at that time, like, battling, like, if I even believe in God. So I went to this thing, and there's a chick next to me who I was like, she's hot. And if she's screaming, I'm going to be like, woo! Hey, man, you know, where do you meet some of the, the biggest freaks? Didn't ever Church. turn out to be anything except for the girls who I went with who already <laughs> hated me, hated me more. <laughs> so there's that. Oh, Boucher. But yeah, no story of my life, dude. That I fucking that's hear, yeah. that's the that's the three concerts I've been to. After that, you've I've, only been to three. I've really, I mean, it, you if I don't even consciously as an adult so, remember. I'll take what you I've through a time to. warp for me. Hell my, yeah. my very first concert, my mom took me to see the Jackson Five. Yes, when we were still living in Chicago. You went to school the lie girl. Yes, yes. I yes. only know the ones. Yeah. <laughs> ABC <laughs> one, two, three. Only because of Billy Do Madison. Ray me. Billy Madison's got that yeah, right. forever stuck in my head. But um that was my first concert. And then after I moved to Minnesota, so I think it was freshman in high school, Duran Duran was kind of my first official concert. Okay. Here. Okay. Then that delved into a whole bunch of Prince shows. Nice. Um, now at Paisley Park, or where did you go? For one it? at Paisley Park, the late night thing. Yeah, that okay. was so. I've seen Prince in some, yeah, and in that venue because obviously it's a lot smaller crowd is phenomenal. But yes, uh, St. Paul Civic Center was the first one, and Angie actually found a, a copy of the concert poster from the actual concert I was at. I'll show that to Hell you. Hell yeah, and it's hanging up in our guest room. Hell yeah. Um. So yeah, a bunch of Prince shows. Uh, Duran actually Duran Duran twice. So saw Duran Duran when I was fifteen. Then my wife who was working at Allianz insurance company over here in the day said, Hey, we got access to suite tickets for Duran Duran. So it was kind of this full circle thing. I saw him when I was a freshman in high school, all my friends first concert. Oh wow. And now here I am sitting in a suite at the XL energy center, the new version of the St. Paul civic center, right? Yep. That's where the concert was the first one. Yeah. So now I'm at the XL in a suite with my wife, and I'm thinking, wow, man, life has really come full circle. Yeah, you're hitting it. You know, and it was just like, wow, man, because, yeah, here we are from high school freshman watching Duran Duran to now in this kind of setup with my wife watching Duran Duran. Um, so, yeah, man, there's a whole bunch of people. We, we want to check out Bruno Mars. But, you know, concerts are so expensive nowadays. So I don't, that's, that's I don't even issue. dare look at tickets for anything. You know, and depending on the venues, because, you know, they have all, like, uh, my friend went and saw Metallica over at U.S. Bank. Yeah, that was expensive ticket to even get up to and, the top. And, you know, and heard, depending and on, it, like it sounded like shit because, it, you know, you're inside that indoor stadium. It's and all you got to be, yeah, and you got to be up close to really be able to, to yeah. hear stuff. And, you know, so... It's amazing for the artists because, you know, all these artists come through and the country artists that come through and sell that place out. Mm -hmm. But I've been leery about catching shows there. But I'm re I w I, there are some shows I would like to check out. Like I said, we want to see Bruno Mars. We want to see him in Vegas, actually. Hell yeah. At, yeah. At go, go over there. Yes, because that will be the best show. But an expensive ticket because now you're talking – you know, room Vegas, uh, Vegas, Vegas in general, it's just Vegas in general. Right. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think, <clears throat> excuse me. That's no, one of fine. the things that I want to do is to hit the road for some shows. My friends just went to a big reggae concert. saw like, uh, 
um, Ziggy Marley and crew out in uh, Red Rocks. Yeah. Oh, fuck. Let's see. That's what I'm talking about. Dude. You know, I want to go out and see a show at the Hollywood Bowl. Oh, yeah. You know, I want I want to start going to some different places to see some shows. No disrespect to our hometown crews and the, the arenas and setups we have here. Yeah. But, yeah, I would like to see some of my artists, like I said, Red Rocks, Hollywood Bowl, um, some cool amphitheater in some other city. Fuck, what, yeah. Whatever. Right. Yeah. yeah. Madison Square Garden in New York, you know, iconic venues, things like that. Damn, dude. Um, yeah, man, something like that, bro. Uh, that's that's so fucking sick. Traveling around, dude. Yeah. You, you know Tom Green does that? He does the. He has his whole, like... He has his whole van set up to the idea of like if you wanted to make music, do a podcast, well, he can go wherever the fuck you want. Here, and here, yet another example. So I'm sitting around one day, and I'm not the hugest Beatles guy, but I, I've always liked Paul McCartney, and you know I know the Beatles songs and the hits like most people do, and yeah. can kind of sing along or whatever. He blah, might blah, be blah. dead. So, you know, well, a couple years ago, yeah, I mean, Paul's in his late 70s back then, and he just turned 80 or whatever. That's the bullshit conspiracy. Ringo Starr turned 82 yesterday. Damn. It's only those two, right? It's only those two. But anyway, so with this Paul thing, so I'm sitting around, and it's like, oh, well, he's going on tour. Okay. Oh, he's going to Lambeau Field. Interesting. Okay. The concert's on a Saturday. Hmm. Okay, so now my interest is because now we can do a weekend. Right. Don't have to take days off work, all this stuff, right? Mm-hmm. Green Bay, five-hour drive and all Not that bad. shit. Yeah. So I get online. I'm like, well, wait a minute. I can get on the field for 80 bucks or 70 bucks or whatever. And Paul McCartney, done deal. Damn, 70 bucks, 80 bucks to get on the field? It wasn't all that much. It may have been a little bit more. Yeah, yeah, you're fine. Was, you're I was trying to, I, 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 well, I was trying to ask my wife the other day as we were talking about this. She thinks it was a little bit more. But let's just, even if it's 100 bucks. Yeah. For Paul McCartney, no opening act. It's him, three hours plus. I was like, and it's at Lambeau Field. Okay, cool. Enemy territory. That'd be fun. I've never been to Lambeau. My wife's actually been to a couple Viking Packer games up there. Yep. It was phenomenal. It was phenomenal. And then, you know, you get there. Now, I go in there with the Vikings t-shirt. Yep. Okay, yeah, already. Okay, so now. You're enemy number one. I'm enemy number one. Here's an even funner story. So. Uh, shout out to my fraternity brother, Jamie. He he was working for ESPN in Milwaukee in their sales department. So he wound up having access to what's called the ESPN house, which is right outside of Lambeau Field. It's where they do the Monday night football, the sports centers, That's all the sick. stuff. They have these three houses. All the backyards are connected, and yeah. it's right next to Lambeau. So, oh, yeah. you know, it's just right there. So we're sitting over there and, you know, drinking, hanging out, blah, blah, blah. So concert time comes. I go walk into the stadium. Police officer comes over to me. He's like, excuse me, sir, I need a word. We need you to step over here. And I'm like, whoa. Because, I mean, they were straight-faced, all this shit. And I was like, oh, shit, what the fuck? Right. They bring me over here. And there's three of them there. And they're like, hey, well. We can't allow any Vikings fans in here. Damn. <laughs> and they all just start cracking up. And my heart just literally, you know. Right. What right. the I, fuck am I about to do? Right. Through. Exactly. I'm like, do I got some contraband on me or something? Oh no, no, no. But um, so, yeah, they were they were having fun with me. I get in. We're on the field. So I go down the steps to walk on the field. And we have to literally walk around like 
the whole perimeter. Oh, wow. Okay. So I get, you know, I got people, you know, ushers are like, get them out of here. Fuck you. You can't be in. All jokingly, of course. Right, right. Folks agree, they're man. getting you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, man. They're razzing there, you. They're razzing me big time. And I'm just soaking it in. I got a video of it. It's on Facebook every once in a while. Hell up. yeah. Hell yeah. But uh, it, was, it was a blast, man. And, and yeah. So if you can get on the road, you know. Whatever it's going to be. Some people like going down to Austin and, you know, they got some really cool concert venues down there. Yeah. Um, like I said, California, L.A., wherever. Right. I mean, just whatever it is. You know, I went and saw YouTube. I saw him here when they were here. But the first time I saw him, we saw him down in Chicago at Soldier's Field. Yeah. Beautiful Chicago night. You know, the whole thing. So, yeah, for sure. So hi- I highly recommend people. Dude, the sports I- governor highly recommends hitting the road. Um, you know, I think like Sal and Lizzie, they went and saw some, I forgot the name of the band, but they went down to Des Moines. Yeah. You know? Yeah, for sure. For sure. Yeah, and, and sometimes your band doesn't come here. So you're kind of forced to hit the road if you do want to see them. Right. So that's the other thing. That's the thing. I've never, I, I told, uh, I had a dude named, uh, not the dude name. His name is Mike Hogan. Uh, lead singer in this band started. And I was like that I might, I might hold out like I'm fucking abstinent to concerts. Um, only for if they make a comeback. And if I have to drive wherever the fuck they do a reunion, I will. Yep. But I got to I gotta text him. I don't know. If, <laughs> I got to see if he'll come back on. He's supposed to have a solo, that motherfucker. It's right, been like two right. years, and he had COVID. He had time. Hey. Um, <laughs> you know, no, but. but uh, yeah, no, man, that's awesome. Music, that's awesome. Man. Yeah, hit the road, people. Hit the road. Dude, I was thinking about maybe, and again, I'm. Here's the thing. I once heard a podcast where I'd already thought about how can I buy share mics, how can I buy a nice board, a nice computer, and the one guy on the podcast I was listening to goes, imagine there being a guy who doesn't get very many listens and he goes broke trying to make a great podcast. I was like, that's fucking me. The the prophecy has been fulfilled. I was like, dude, the next step was like, I'm going to take my minivan and be like, I'll just go around and ask people like, hey, I'm going to drive to your city. I would like to interview you if I can get on your spot. Right. And then right. just be like, bro, if you're going <laughs> right. to drive here, sure, fucking come here. Hey. I was like, that actually would be the same. Now, just make sure you don't wind up being the Dateline story doing that. I'm going to make, I'm going to, I'm going <laughs> right? to, but it would be content. But it, it would definitely be content. My drive, my fucking who I interact well, with. Isn't that what content creators are basically doing right I now? I don't want to ever be known as that. Yeah, I just want to be exactly. known as a guy who paints, who in his spare time, podcast with other podcasters that yes, would be my yes, goal yes well <laughs> and and you know there's so many good podcasters that we know yeah and that's kind of been the joy of getting to know not only bobby boucher people out there but you know the sal spices and haley's and just you know all these other people that put that podcast and you know um just local people local people man and it's just been a blast getting to know everybody yeah because there's a lot of talented people out there i think there's a lot more talented people podcasting than we hear on you know the four letter radio stations around town For sure. and 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 things like that it's just you know some people got the breaks and and no disrespect to those people because you know they're doing what a lot of us would love to do right, right. i mean but i think that they're are a, a lot of talented people in the podcast community in the twin cities area and if you are out there and you're listening to bobby boucher who is definitely one of them you know check out um there is a oh what's the name of that app mn pod 
Oh, which, that's a that's a thing. Yeah, it is. Hold on, I'm pulling it up right here, people. Give me one second. If it rates podcast, please let us know if we are at minus three. Let's see. If we're below three, our, this podcast is doing a good job. Okay, so MN Pod, and I'm showing my phone here to Bobby if it pops up. Yep. Is yep. a website that features Minnesota <clears throat> podcasts. I didn't even know my show was on here, but okay. it's, it's on here under sports. Oh. We must be in a kind of a dead cell. Oh, here we go. There so you go. Right. That's kind of what it looks like there. Okay. Okay. And so categories, you know, it breaks it down. Sports, society, and culture, which is right up your alley. Yeah. And let's do a search. Let's see if Bobby's on here. I hope not. If 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 it's not if 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 it is, I'm gonna be very flattered and obviously you'll be like, that's cool. If not, I'm gonna be crushed. It's not. I'm just assuming it's not. What do you have to register for this kind of thing? No, I I didn't. I don't even know if I have like a geo location on where this podcast happens from. Yeah, maybe, and that might be it. <laughs> yeah, I'm not seeing it, but good. But yeah, it's just a bunch of uh, we fly under the radar podcasts, and it breaks it down by networks there as well as I'm showing Bobby. So there's like a Score North network. Um, That's sick. NPR, the Tom Bernard podcast network. If you're looking to add me, fucking right, go. Right, exactly. I need something. Uh, Garage Logic, uh, the Athletic. You know, yeah, for sure, for sure, stuff, man. So. Um, so many talented people, so many talented shows, not enough time in the day to listen to all of them all the For time, sure. but I'd like to just delve in, you know, I'm a big one that I listen to is the sports in the city with Sal and Haley. I like that one a lot. I love listening to Alex talk hockey, Alex McLeddy. Yeah. Uh, you know, he gets on Seth, a, him and Seth. Yeah, exactly. A, love Seth with, yep. uh, with, uh, uh, wild, uh, locked on wild. God yep. damn it. I, I'm sorry for the pause, Seth. Yep. Yep. Uh, stayed <laughs> hoppy. Uh, I'm a main man out there, but you know, again, there's just so many talented people. Uh, the boys over at 10 K, obviously yeah. those are the guys over there doing a, a great job with their company. And it's it's just really you sit down and you listen to some of these shows and it's like, wow, man. I mean, honestly, you I listen to a lot more podcasts than I do first takes in the morning, sure. ESPNs, KFANs, whatever it is. Yeah. I These podcasters are really good, man. So shout out to you out there. Keep doing what you're doing, people. And who knows, maybe we all catch a break somewhere and can make a little money off this. Right. Well, me and Matt, uh, Matt, uh, you did a podcast with him. I don't, I'm going to fucking name, I'm gonna fuck his name up. God damn it. Jeff Geoffries. What, what is it? Oh, hold on. Uh, Beer Belly. Matt, Matt Jeffries. Oh, yeah. Matt Jeffrey. Jeffrey. God yeah, damn yeah. it. I <laughs> fucked it up again, Matt. I'm so fucking sorry. I had Matt on last week, and we were yes, just talking yes, about yes. the ability to make smaller podcasts be known. Um, mm-hmm. I was going to say, I've on this podcast, admittedly, I think to everyone you just talked about, had said, um, I told you I wanted you on the podcast. Right. I don't know if I've ever listened. I've listened to a very few amount of every mm-hmm. podcast, yep. just, just to know the guest. But yep. um, I've, I haven't been a big listener, but I know that each one of those people are actually amazing people that, as even guests on the podcast, they were fucking amazing, and in their own mm-hmm. shows, they're excelling. Right. So they must, you know, obviously. Um, I'm just not, like, I'm obviously, like, stuck in my ways about, like, who I listen to, which is, like, East Coast mm-hmm. com- comedians, because, like, we were talking about kind of earlier before we got on the podcast uh, dirtier shit obviously is like what gets me. <laughs> I, I, I've, I've openly talked about one of the one of well, my favorite podcasts, I think Legion of Skanks. I asked you one time because somebody was asking me to describe your show, and I said he's kind of like Minnesota's Joe Rogan in a way. 
I love that because of only thing- and and I didn't and then that's I think I that's why I asked you because I didn't want you to either get pissed or something. I think I put a tweet out kind of describing you that way. Yeah, like hey, skip Joe Rogan, listening Bobby Boucher. Yeah, and the reason that I told my friend that is because like tonight at the beginning of the show. Didn't know what the hell we're gonna be talking about. We start with boy bands. Here we go. Well, fuck ups. You fuck know, ups I like mean, that we before, were with off and, air, yeah. we were talking conspiracy stuff. We're talking JFK. I mean, that's what I love about your show, my man. Is that you know, not everybody's gonna agree with you at times. Yeah, I do. Some, I do some wild shit on Twitter. Right, but <laughs> that's kind of what it's all about, and I think you're starting to see that. In kind of real life, the snapback from kind of political correctness in yeah. a sense, which is which now it's like, look, I mean, there's there's a freedom of speech out here, and what I like about your show is you delve into a whole bunch of different topics. Thank some you. Some things you may not agree with Boucher on. Some things you'll listen to and go, "Yeah, man, tell it, Bobby, tell it." Right. But that's what doing a show, whether it's sports culture whatever your your topic is going to be that's what it's all about yeah so whenever bobby boucher asked me to be in the blue light studios i am always there thank you very much man thank you and and anyone who's like fuck joe rogan fuck it's (laughs) like it's not even like i want to be joe rogan it's the style that's that's you just hit it on the head and that's why i i think i asked you because i didn't want like Hey, he's like Joe Rogan, right? Which, uh, which no, obviously would be a very lucrative uh, uh, of course. comparison. But so there yes, is please, a similar yes. a similar style in the way you do things in terms of like we just said the topics. Yeah, where I mean, you know, Joe well, Rogan has talked about any and everything, as does you. Very openly, I've always you, said right? that's that's the very influence of right. why I want to podcast was that right. the openness to talk about whatever the fuck, right. be silly, have a serious one, and that's why I enjoy being on your show yes, because I'm a you. sports podcaster. And what are we doing? Not talking a lot of sports tonight, right? No, no. that's what I love. Right, we're. Uh, I was talking to my buddy, so my I'm trying to get my the guy I work with. He's been on the show. I just tweeted it out uh, a couple days ago as uh, best man, the uh, the best man podcast or something like that. I can't mm-hmm. remember the name. Um, but I was the best man at his wedding. I've been friends with this fucking dude since I was like seven years old. We hated each other to begin with. Then we became best friends. I I call him my heterosexual life mate. I have two of them. Um, <laughs> right. But but like That's it's good. just like we started this business and like dude we just work together and do all this shit. I go if we could just lock up and like record the conversations we have at work. This would be, yeah. dude, he goes, yep. like, one of the things that bugs me so much, and I tell him he's so dumb, he goes, dude, do you know those Dude Perfect guys just, like, made videos? I go, All right, yeah. I go, excuse me for how loud I'm about to get. I go, what the fuck do you think these podcasts can right, be? I right. was like, dude, just come record shit, and maybe it pops. Yeah. I was like, anyways. Uh, Shoot your shot, people. Dude, Shoot your shot. I was just I was just laughing though. Um I was gonna go into something about uh something about that, but now I'm I'm fucking I'm just laughing, dude, because it's like I I gotta sound like the biggest D bag. Like, thanks for making <laughs> me say yeah, I do agree that I sound like Joe Rogan. No, it's like <laughs> it's like no, it's just really the thing is like um it, it it's like as as I've I've talked to you about it, where like we've talked about breaks where you mm-hmm. were one of the first people to beg, just take a break, homie. Like, I think right. that's your exact words, not to, like, I think you were exactly like, hey, Sometimes man. you got to take a break from recording your shows. Now, sometimes life gets in the way, and, like, me and Bobby were talking about before the show started, you know, my real job, my day job is I'm a Medicare insurance agent. Yeah. And right now we have to do our annual recertifications with tests and the companies we work with and blah, blah, blah. I'm not going to bore the crowd with Medicare insurance talk right now. Right. Um, outside of if you got some parents or anybody needs any questions asked, you can hit me up. But 
it's just a nice time to take a couple weeks, get all my testing done, some other work stuff done and out of the way. Right. Where it's like, look, I don't necessarily have to worry about putting together a show for, for a couple Sometimes away weeks. from the mic is and nice. And sometimes away from the mic. And in terms of sports, like we were talking about earlier, it's kind of the dead season right now. Mm-hmm. You know, football starts, you know, pre, you know, workouts in preseason starting now. up. Yeah, July. So, you know, later this month, we're going to obviously start talking a lot more football. But, yeah, you know, for like two, three weeks, take a little break, get some other stuff done. Yeah. Recharge the battery. Right. For sure. So then you can come back and you hit the mic and you hit it strong. You're refreshed. You're ready to get after it. And sometimes a host needs a little break. So, yeah. Do you ever find like you hear yourself like uh, differently? Like like when you when you've been on the streak, you've had people on, you've been trying to. It's a long season, up and down, whatever. Like like coming back, I feel like I've got energy for it again. Like yeah. I like I not that like I took this long elongated six months right. break. Just not doing it after pretty much doing a podcast once a week for like right. three years, exactly. four years. You all of a sudden are like, I miss talking. Well, you've had some big things happen in your life, too, recently. So I started my own business, nuke baby. Yeah, I mean, exactly. Yeah. So, I mean, you just got to realize, too, that, look, man, real life gets in the way. For sure. For and sure. And sometimes you got a young family, got young kids, you know, young lady. You got to spend time there as well. Yeah. You know, so to take a break or to even just say, hey, I'm going to maybe record, you know, if you're a weekly podcast. Yeah. Maybe I'll do two shows a month. For a little while. Yeah, for sure. You know, or whatever it is. So, I mean. I th- what it got me back in the swing, I started doing like little 20-minute shows. I'm right. just me fucking off doing the yeah. dumbest shit that I can't believe mm-hmm. as many people have listened to those. Because usually those tank, th- which is awesome that right. people are trying to give it a shot. Thank you very much. Well, and one of the other things that mine was kind of technology related, my break as well. Because we I, I broke my laptop. I tripped over the um, I had it on a table outside on my deck, so I had the power cord like plugged in over here, and yeah. I got up to go talk to my wife about something inside. And the funny thing was, she had just tripped over the same power cord <laughs> like five minutes before that. And it's here I, I get up exactly, I trip over the same car, and this up this time my laptop flew off the table. You know, Damn. screen broke, all this stuff. So I should hopefully have that back at the end of the week. Nice. It's just easier to record my show with my laptop. Right. Outside of my daughter's desktop, she has this very nice gaming computer. There you go. In her room, so I I can use that as a backup. Yeah. But laptop's just easier. But man, take that break, people. Take a break. <laughs> it's 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 worth it. It's worth it. And then you get to have cool people where you go, Vince. I'm clear headed. Let's have yeah. you in. And he's having a good time. That's that's what I want to get back this to. This is too, the was- first time I've been on the mic here too for like two three weeks as well. And so when my show comes back next week, just like you just said, um, there's obviously been some sports stuff happening in the Twin Hell Cities. Yeah. Rudy Gobert's a T Wolf. All this stuff now. So I'm, yeah, I'm ripping and raring to go. And Let me get two. I got two things for you, yes, by the sir. way. Yes, sir. Right, so they're big things. Uh, if you go on, if you no, 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 else. no. Go ahead. Go All ahead. right. Awesome. So the two things, um, yes. and you could pick whichever one you want to do. They're two. They're two pretty popular topics right now. I just want to get your take. Mm-hmm. Um, Brittany Griner, um, getting sentenced oh, uh, ten years in Russian prison. Uh, oh, she got sentenced. I, I. That's what I read. Was ten years. Uh, oh, that the, the judge I, is going to take his time to read, and it could be months. But I saw facing up. Uh, maybe it was facing up to ten years. I, I think that's what it okay, was. Okay. Because I thought she what I remember today. No, she pleaded guilty today because yep. they thought that that would ultimately help her get a lighter sentence. Okay, even in Russia. Even in Russia now. Weird. 
Right, who knows? You know, and, and oh, and by the way, now we got the Minnesota Wild with Kirill, um, you know. Yeah. That's a that, that's a whole different thing going on too. Well, the or? fact that it gets called back is like maybe false reports. It's like who's false reporting that? Like you, you know, know, you'd really like to get to the bottom of that because that seems well, like here's something the that's thing. pretty serious. I, I used to watch a show called Locked Up Abroad. Uh, okay, <laughs> right? Uh, old A and E or yeah. a, whatever show. It's, yeah. it's still on, by the way, too. For sure. And when you travel internationally, just you can't fuck up. Period. And I'm listen. I'm yeah. not getting on Britney or, or anything. I yeah. mean, God bless her. I hope th- they can find a way to get her out of there. For sure. But when you are traveling internationally, you got to realize you are traveling internationally. Right. And, you know, we sit here and think, man, you know, she had two or three vape cartridges on her. What's the big deal? Oh, it's. But. In Minnesota, it's a felony. Well, not even that. It's just you're traveling internationally. You don't know what the laws are. Right. But even just here, it's enough for you to have some serious violations against you because because you're whatever the state rule is. You know, you go over there and you don't know that. I had a friend that, you know, he's like, oh, man, I'm going to bring some smoke back from Jamaica. And, no, this is, you know, whoops, I'm knocking over mics here. This was 20 years ago. Yeah. You know, so this is before weed was legalized in all these states. Even and getting yeah, stuff. normalized. It's even. like, dude, why would you even try that? You yeah. get smoke when you get home. Right. right? You can it may still not buy be it. Jamaica, but hey, whatever. Right. And now I that mean, somehow don't Trump's do it. something stupid. Um, same dude that over in Amsterdam, he wanted to bring some something back from over. It's like, dude, what are you doing? It's more the story. It has to be. I I, I get it, but it's like, man, you just got to be where anytime, yeah. whether it's Mexico. Yeah, it's. Russia, England, what, whatever. Like Singapore, they literally oh. will like fucking. They, I mean, they'll they'll do some borderline Dude, crazy they, shit. They they came that one kid. Now this is I'm older, so there was a kid. I forgot his name. You can Google the story. He got Kane because yeah, he did something illegal in Singapore or Hong Kong, wherever it was. Yeah, and his punishment was to get smacked with the bamboo stick like twenty times. Yeah, and that's uh, and so that Steve-O that talks that, about that it. got yeah that got leaked out back to america so all you know the country's in this uproar and this and that but it's like hey man you're uh, don't fuck up in other countries right and i you know the britney grinder thing (laughs) is is so sad and i like i said i just hope they can find a way to get her out of there i hope that they let her go yeah right yeah it's just now in this political time with everything that's going on, this war with that's Ukraine. That's what I feel about about is if she's being a political hostage as well, opposed not to o- what she yeah. did wrong. And not only that, and, and, and you know, a few of these now that we're finding out with the NHL players, including our they're own superstar. Them. But only because maybe they have an American tie. They're making right, American money. Right, because they're American money. making American money. American. So now we were, yeah, we're going to, now you, hey, you, you bought these fake military. Well, you're going to go serve in the military yep. now for two But also years. it affects American sports, which, which then just leads into Russia well, being like, Can you imagine oh. the Minnesota Wild and Minnesota <laughs> Wild Nation, F number 97, does not come back next year? Wow, that's going to piss a lot of people off, but it's you know, like, just he, sanctioned, he just sanctioned r- Russian players and said, Hmm. You want to yeah, sanction me? It's which is which is just it's just what well, again what's scary was like uh, me and Alex were talking about it. Micheletti he said that they shot him up with some shit like the mm-hmm. the one the the goalie yeah. that's supposed to be for the Flyers. Yeah, they they said hey you you skipped out. We're gonna they shot him up yeah. something in the hospital yeah. and then they said Siberia have fun. Well, and that's the thing it's Russia. So I mean you know you want to talk about a, a public <laughs> you know human rights record. 
No. Oh my God! There, there are none. They were taking and, and, protesters and, and, and just Brittany kind of, and she double dips because they have the uh, you know the government there for years has had a stand against homosexuals. Um, so she's she's fighting against that as well with the Russian government. Yeah. I mean, it just goes on and on, and it's crazy because we grew up here and we think of all the stuff we can do and all this stuff. But man, you get outside of this country and you go to some of these other countries, just do not mess up, man, because. You know, you're seeing a justice system at work that's just basically like we will hold you as long as we want to. Yeah. We'll have a fixed trial whenever we get to it. Yeah. We, we can hold you here for 20, even though I think it's up to 10 years. But who's to say 20 years, right? Right. They don't do the We're, whole you thing know, of time exactly, served right, as you're right. waiting. You know, and they can change shit on a dime over there. It's And it's just – it's just and, and the other thing, too, is it's like, yeah, you can say, oh, she was over there to make more money and all that. It's like that doesn't well, mean the, the, you get to disobey the Well, rules. let's bring it back to sports, though. W, and that's the reason why a lot of WNBA players play in Russia and other countries and in Europe and whatnot because they don't make a lot of money playing yeah. over here. Yeah. So they go over there. Um, you know, I, I've seen the video of her being busted at the airport with the cartridges or whatever. You know, again, to us, it's no big deal. You know, right. two or three it's vape just, cartridges just a or whatever in a backpack it is. Right, or whatever right, it is. exactly, yeah. whatever. But again, you it's know, not that's, that way. The rules over the rules there is are not the, that. exactly, man. So again, I, you know, I don't want to keep belaboring the point, but I, I hope that she can, you know, get out. I hope she can get back to her friend, her family, and her wife, and all those people. For sure. But man, it is. It's just scary, people. So when you travel, just please don't do anything stupid. Don't try and bring anything back with you that you shouldn't have. Yeah, I mean, you it's, gotta be it's conscious not of that it. that important, man. And watch that show, Locked Up Abroad. <laughs> it'll teach you everything. It'll show you everything. Right. Well, and it's like it's like too. It's like the the hardest part is it's like you have to claim I didn't know it was there, but it's like. Obviously, you brought two or three. Mm -hmm. You know what you're doing. You're going to be there for however many weeks before you fly back out, you think. Yeah. And then it's like, ah. but it's it's the thing that really, like I said, the thing that sucks is that it's like political gain right now. And, yep. and it, it's just it's just one of those things where it's like, you're right. It shouldn't be that big a deal, but you're you're in somebody else's back fucking yard. But the other question I had for you, um, what, yes, did, what did we talk about? It was Brittany Griner and then um, what's the other big one today? There was another big one. We talked about Britney Griner getting fucking uh, sentenced, and then not sentenced. Was not it Rudy Gobert? Oh yeah, Rudy Gobert. Um, for for what we gave, yes. Uh, like Malik <laughs> not having quite the season that he had after mm -hmm. all the trouble, and you know he kind of had that one season before all of it that was right. like holy shit. Um, do you think that like what we gave up, like you know, not even seeing the obviously like top what top twenty picks are kind of like man, you know for. Whatever yeah. you gave, uh, technically you just gave him five random fucking first round picks, correct? Four, four, but with the fifth guy who's Could never be. played right. in the NBA yeah, right, yet, he's right, he's yeah. kind of a so. Whatever. Here's the thing. Initially, when it happened, I was like, like a lot of people were like, "Holy cow, the Timberwolves got fleeced." This is the Herschel Walker trade of the NBA, oh, and oh, for wow. all of a, you older Vikings fans who remember the Herschel Walker trade. With Dallas, know exactly what I'm talking about there. And this is also the second time that Danny Ainge has gotten the Timberwolves because he orchestrated the KG signing and gets a championship out of that with Boston, right? Right. All kinds of stuff happening. And 
I, like a lot of other people, kept hearing that same thing, the four first-round draft picks. Whenever you hear first round, you know, that, that's right. going to get your attention. But unless it's the right. NFL, it's right. like – So right. I'm out there tweeting like every other sports podcaster and sports person out there, and, oh, my God, this is not necessarily horrible, but they gave up so much. They gave up so much. Okay, now it's been a week or so, a few days. Kind of calm down a little bit, Boucher, and I'm starting to think this through. And it goes one or two ways. Now, if this thing works out, we have a pretty good starting five right now. We have a very solid starting five. And right. if you can find some good role players off the bench, this is a very – Well, know, getting rid of Beasley's contract. You know that? Yeah, then getting rid of Be- Beasley's contract. You you get rid of Pat Beverly. I love the energy pa- Pat Bev brought last like to the playoffs. Other, right? But Pat, Pat called him out a few times, right? Well, you know, yeah, but I, listen, Pat Beverly's good entertainment. He's going to have I a great him. career on ESPN after he gets done with basketball full-time and all that stuff. But I'm not necessarily going to miss him off this team after I sat down and started thinking about some of this stuff. Um, you know, good defensive player, love the energy, the rah-rah he brings to, to this team that definitely needed it. Yeah, for he, sure. He was kind of the alpha that the team was looking for. Right. Because it's not going to be Carl Anthony Somebody Towns. to be clapping in another yeah, right. guy's and face, he, being exactly, like, let's fucking let's go. go. Bring, exactly. your, better, bring exactly. your best. Exactly. So now that he's gone, these other players, the thing we think about are the draft picks. Now, the draft picks may actually, if everything works out, they're going to be – later first round draft picks right so hopefully you can say hey well we gave this up but the talent pool if if it works out is a little diminished by the it's 20 the let's say the 25th pick if of it's the draft, right three seasons of getting into the playoffs with a good deep record. runs who knows maybe hey milwaukee maybe. milwaukee got an nba championship i get it you know right brooklyn was injured all this stuff but who cares somebody has to win the championship right milwaukee won it you know, do we know how much cap they made doing this going into free agency? No, now they I, have three on max, right? Well, uh, yeah, and I'm not going to lie to you, my man. I don't know anything about the numbers no, right yeah, now because yeah, yeah. I've, like I said, I've been doing work stuff, so I haven't been doing the deep dives on you know cap space and all this stuff. This this kind of move actually makes sense. But, though. Like the only thing I thought about it. Sorry. No, no, no. I was just going to say it does make sense because what it. I think what it says is we have a new president of basketball operations who's just landed in town and has made a blockbuster trade. Who's successful, though. It, right, it right, right. Moved. Now, I'm not judging because we don't know how it's going to work out, yep. but I'm just saying for the now, yeah. this is exactly what the T-Wolves need. This is, org- this is what the organization needed. We're going for it now. Right. We're going for it. If you have the, if you have the moves to, yeah. Yep, we are going for it right now. Right. And that's what the new ownership team wants as as Glenn Taylor is on his way out. We made the playoffs. We got arguably, in my opinion, Ant was the rookie of the year. Yeah, he was no good. disrespect he was to ball. Very good. So we have this young superstar. You know, the pieces are now yeah. falling into place so with techni- the Timberwolves. technically your fourth superstar right. on that team because you already have your three max. Right. Your cheap fucking and now you, fourth. And now you add Gobert, and what he brings is a three-time defensive player of the year. Yeah. Um, well, Shot blocking fifth, fool, right? all this stuff, right? He will be a center, a true center, right. where now Cat can go out and do what he obviously wants to do and be kind of a four and, and he doesn't shoot have to, outside. And, he doesn't have to 
to also defend the biggest right. man on the court, exactly. which is really why they his, need And him. that is his weakness, yeah. is his defense. Well, and they didn't need a guy to score either because right. you have so right. many. Exactly. So now that I've had a few days to process all this, I like it because you got to give to get. And this organization, who has just been obviously the running joke of the Minnesota sports scene for a very long time. Yeah. Got playoffs, you know, tasted the playoffs. We had a nice little run. Should have beat Memphis, honestly, in the first round last year. We we should have been up three games to one. We all know what happened with the series. But now the Wolves have expectations. Okay, yeah. And okay. so now you're going to go for it. And right. that's what I like to see is an organization that's like, look, man, we're putting the pieces together. We're spending the money to make this thing happen now. Okay. So, Can I, let me yeah, ask you ahead, this. Let me ask you this. Can you – okay, one – one thing I wanted to ask was, yes. is is moving Beasley, uh, uh, fucking uh, Malik and fucking uh, Pat Beverly, moving, you know, obviously the, the Italian guy, uh, uh, Ballero, he, he, he was obviously just a draft pick, not, yep. not much second round. Right, right. But, but you move some of these higher demand contracts that, that demand ball time, obviously, mm-hmm. which then gives you like, okay, can, my second question is, is, well, one is 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 that what happened? You get rid of Malik Beasley, the Beverly, those bigger contracts. Can you go out and get guys? But would you sit down with your core five and go, what do you guys also want? We're not going to yeah. give you full game. But well, you, no, I think that's actually a really good thing. Who would you to want sit down? In? Yeah, and I think you know all teams will talk with players to say, hey, you know, we're thinking about. Player X, right? Mm-hmm. What are your thoughts? Right, you've seen them play. Right, you've either, who's played against? You know, them. Are, they, are they play your position? We or we want them to be your backup. I mean, yeah. what do you, you know? So there's always the player meetings that they have and getting the players' opinions on things. I think for the Timberwolves, they just got to find now a couple key players that can come off of the bench and really contribute. I mean, not just fill minutes. Yeah. To, so players can go off and get a breather. Right. I mean, really come in and give you some points, give you some hardcore rebounds here and there. That's what the Wolves have kind of lacked in the past few years is a depth on their bench. Yeah. I or think, a coach that wants to use it. One right, of those two. right. Yeah. Very good point. I think that's got to change a little bit to be a championship team. For sure. But, you know, I like that they're going for it. I like that they're spending the money, and I like that, you know – like I said, they're going for it, and they're going for it now. We don't know what's going to happen, obviously. This whole thing can blow up in our faces, or it can be the best move ever. Right. So I'm excited, finally, and I think that's kind of the thing. People are going to be excited for the Timberwolves. And in the quote-unquote state of hockey, when the Timberwolves are hitting, I th- they are just as popular as the Wild are in the winter. Yeah. They've just sucked forever. You right. know, I was at the playoffs when KG was here. You know, the, it your... will rival anything that I've ever seen in a sports town. Yeah. And, and that's include your Twins winning World Series. What would be fun is a couple of years to build up a good fan. You know what I'm saying? Not to say a good fandom, obviously, if everyone's hey, sitting through and well, doing it. Well, winning cures everything, man. That's I'd true. Look, when they, they were filling Target Center – Towards, towards the, end. the end last year, they still had seats like tapered off. You didn't have a you didn't have but a hard time crazy. with the dude in the Timberwolves on the floor being like, "Yeah!" <laughs> it's like, "Come on, bro, where were you in the where were you in like right. the middle?" Hey, hey, there's always going to be bandwagoners for sure. But, it, yeah, but I think you know the Wolves, you know, 
they have they're going to have expectations and they're going to have to do it on the floor and i'm very excited to see how this is all going to play out and for the first time in a long time like i said there's expectations so there's going to be more eyes on this team there's going to be more butts in the seats and if they continue to win and improve which yeah. they should yep they like the coach they you like know the starters, because they... i haven't really done a deep dive on on the western conference but you know, oh Lakers well. aren't getting any Lakers better. aren't getting any better. Exactly. Forty-seven mil for hey. a guy who people are making memes about. Man, not LeBron. Hey, no, Anthony Davis, uh, who looks really. I was gonna say just no, that's a Russell. shell of himself. Well, Russell, but yeah. uh, don't forget uh, AD over there as well, because you know I was listening. I think it was Colin Cowherd. You know, was saying today he's kind of a shell of himself, and he's only like I don't know twenty-seven or whatever. Too big though. Uh, you know, his best days were three years ago back in New Orleans, even though they did win the COVID championship. But, you know, the yeah, Lakers aren't getting any better. Well, Phoenix. Just look at the money they demand. Yeah, and, I mean, it's just like the Wolves can really do something here if they, if they find the right pieces, play hard every night. You know, they'll be right there. And, yeah, yeah. this could be a very exciting time as kind of a phase two, let's call it, of um, Minnesota Timberwolves history. You right. know, you have obviously the K- Kevin Garnett era. Maybe this could be the start of something new. Right. Well, and you know, like like who? The Suns are making a move maybe for Durant. Um, the Blazers mm-hmm. are fucking kind of setting up to be able to so push. So it's, it's funny you bring up KD because I'll give you kind of a preview, and this is why I'm eager to get back yeah, now. Sure. There's so much, yeah, no, no, there's tease. so much stuff going on. You know, that's one of the things I want to talk about on my show. Kevin Durant should have stayed in Golden State. What, Did you see that they're already looking to get back, get him back? Why not? But here's the thing. What was the fucking problem? You're playing in Golden State. You're playing in the Bay Area. You know, visually one of the, well, you know, people politically, oh, San Francisco, this, this, and that. But, hey, beautiful area. You're playing on a great team. The hottest star in the NBA, arguably, with, with Curry. At least the biggest free agent for you sure know, in years. Um, you know, all the pieces are in place for you. And you, then you go there and you help them win two more rings. I think Kevin gets in his head because he listens to social media and, well, and other people year. too much. They had the one bad year. But listen, he listened to all those people going, oh, look what he did. He went and signed with the champions from and left Oklahoma City in the dust and blah, blah, blah. Right. He took the easy way out. He did this. He did that. When now we've had people trying to put together big threes now for a number of years. Miami, Boston with KG. We were just talking about him. Right. So now all of a sudden he's getting ripped for going to Golden State. But what happens when he gets to Golden State? He there's an argument to be made was the most critical part in them winning those other two rings. Right. He gave his Achilles for that team. Right. Remember when he went down? Right. It's weird how the, the transition you know, of power went. He comes went. back and he gets injured again with that Achilles. Yeah. And and up until that game with when the Achilles injury, he was balling. He just came back from the injury in the, in, in the playoffs. And up until that point, he was balling in that first yeah. game back. And, and the Achilles – you know, explodes and goes out and all this stuff. But what's crazy is Curry never picks the game up to fucking do what right. Curry just but, did. But the thing was, he let all these people inside his head talking, you know, yeah. why'd you sign there? You well, took the easy way out, bandwagon, bro. Bandwagon. Yeah. Bandwagon, blah, blah, blah. He should have stayed there. 
because obviously we see what happened in Brooklyn. And, you know, I, I, Kyrie Irving, phenomenal talent. Not going to get into the, the politics of vaccines and all this stuff. Obviously what happened with Brooklyn happened. But that whole experiment is now blowing up in KD's face. Yeah. And he's like, and I'm sure he's embarrassed, and I'm sure it's on his mind, but now he's looking to get out of there, and he right. just got there. James Harden lasted his season. That not whole even. experiment, yeah, not even. <laughs> I mean, it's, super, it's Do you it's think you can crazy. build a correct super team nowadays? I mean, the Lakers have failed. The Nets uh, oh, have sure, yeah, yeah, you can, you can. But what will it take? <sighs> I mean, obviously Golden State did it, but they well, didn't. Well, it takes a great front office. They didn't just build it from scratch. Well, like, it takes but, a great front office, and that's right. what you don't hear because, you know, we're into the games. Nobody's talking about Golden State's front office. Right. Even though they drafted But But look what way. they yeah, did. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I fucked up when I said and that. And that's the key thing. You know, you'll see memes of us picking whatever. I forgot his name. Uh, Johnny, whoever. And yeah. then right after that, you see S. Curry, you yeah. know, picked. Right. So it's just like you got to have a front office that knows what they're doing. Hopefully we've improved in that area. And you just got to do it on the court. You know, I mean, ultimately, we can talk and have podcasts and do all this shit, man. Yeah. But the T-Wolves have got to do it on the court. They all, they did it to a point last year. They should have won that series against Memphis and gotten into the second round against Golden State. Right. Now, that would have been something to see Wiggins and the T-Wolves battling in the playoffs against each other. Right, but that would have been when he oh, just man. fucking does that nasty dunk that he did. Yeah, oh, like, oh, but hey. That, right but wouldn't that have been some, something? Something yes. if he like threw that down on on cat? Yes, or something, right? Right. But um, well, yeah, man, you just you got to have a good front office, and from there, it all kind of trickles down. Right. Well, and like like we talked about, I mean, it'd be it'll be nice to see like all right, he doesn't have to guard the biggest man on the court, right? And he can utilize like everything that comes with not having to take that responsibility. Absolutely. Which is what you. And the thing, though, is, is like he backed his way into it because he couldn't rise to that occasion to be the star that he wants to be. It's and not who Andrew Wiggins no. is, though. And no, I not think, Andrew Wiggins. Or, I'm talking about Carl. Oh, Carl. Well, the, that's why you get Gobert. I, that's why yeah, I imagine. Right. No, yeah. no, yeah, yeah, yeah. My bad, my bad. No, you're good. But, so, yeah, the it's thing with Cat. noticing, though, that he right. can't raise to that, so they said, fuck it, we'll play to this, that, well, and we'll go get the this. The playoffs is, you know, what sent everybody into this tizzy because he had the one awful game, and he's complaining to the refs after every single motion and call and and it literally looks like he's crying on the court sometimes and people are just like man it it was a bad look a hugely bad look he went from being a player most gm said they wanted to start their fucking Mm -hmm. franchise with to being like but now he's got a super max extension so money is not an issue and i'm very i'm very technically glenn giving it to him this year and then next year it switches over it it may i don't know but he he's he signed yeah He's not going anywhere. Right. And Do you think that's a mistake? What do you think he could have yielded for him? I think, you know, I think at first, and I'll admit I was one of these people who was like, let's see what we can get for this dude and get him out of here. Speaking of Carol Anthony Towns. Which, did you see what they wanted for Durant? Yes, I did. They Which wanted is Carl and Ann and those four picks McDaniels in the first too. round. All that. I thought it was no, McDaniels. No, and that's the thing. That's yeah. your whole squad. Well, that's how you just price yourself out. Yeah, that's that's New or New Jersey. I'm dating myself. New Jersey Nets. That's the Brooklyn Nets saying we're not sending him to you now. Yeah. So for sure. Yeah. But yeah, if you want to give us 
all your team sure will do it. Right. Which, but yeah, he even still has to accept it, right? Yeah, but with Carl, I, here's the thing. Now that we got Rudy coming in to play the center role, I am now interested to see, okay, Carl, you're going to – Move the around. four and move around and do what you really want to do. You don't have to be in the you middle. You don't have to be in the middle. You ain't got to be posting up. So maybe that'll bring some happiness to the cat, man. And, you know, Scratch hopefully. Belly. Just, Scratch the well, cat's belly. And, and, and also just realize that, look, the more you whine, the more calls are going to actually not going to go your way. Yeah. So and, and some of the times where he's complaining, you know, the plays continue. So, you know, the play is down at the other end of yep. the court, and he's still in the backcourt complaining. So it's like, come on, man. Let's just get with the game, Cat. I, but like I said, our starting five right now looks real good. Yeah, and, and then you get to build. You cleared build enough room to build some, some different yep. some difference, you know, whatever Absolutely, the team is. Bro. Which is nice, though, because like you said, they came in and they needed to make that move. Yep. They fucking did. Right now, I'm glad we got two, two fucking questions, dude. That's yes, It kind of stemmed out to whatever. The deuce. Perfect. We got an hour six. What are you thinking? Hey, I'm I'm just here with Bobby Boucher. I'm gotcha. chilling in the Blue Light Studios here in the Noka, Minnesota people. Oh, let me see here. All right, 9.50. Let's go for another, like, ten minutes or Sounds so. Sounds good, brother. Let's close her out. So we were watching fucking, uh, what the fuck movie is that now? We never talked about that. No, do we have to? Uh, I mean, we don't have to, but it was, uh... It was it was uh Earthlings aren't Oh Earth Girls are easy. Earth Girls so, are easy. Let, yeah, yeah, let me explain. So we're was in the that blue light. Was studios. that what you thought I was th- talking about or, or the yeah. other shit? I don't know. Alright, you're fine. You're <laughs> fine. <laughs> Earth Girls are easy. So Bobby has a TV in the studio here and he kinda just likes to have it on. And, and it's actually nice. Kind of gives you something to look at, blah, 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 all this stuff. And what is it? It's one of these old networks. I've got the antenna. Oh, she's in this movie now, yeah, too. So now it's, it must be Gina Davis night. I, Thelma and Louise might be on next. But anyway, she was in this old 80s movie called Earth Girls Are Easy. Jim Carrey's in it. Damon Wayans is in it. Um, Jeff Goldblum, who she actually wound up marrying for a, a few years, is in it. Yes. And so I was just explaining to Bobby, you know, because I remember the movie from the 80s. And it was kind of a cult classic kind of thing yeah but you it's turn a it on. dumb horrible movie but i'm laughing about you know we're I'm, i go hey we're gonna try to set up the fire stick yeah. fire stick's not connecting to the network right. so i said fuck it all right cool we'll just yeah. we'll, we'll go through terrestrial tv sure so. shit i see a blue guy all hairy looks, so yeah the premise of the movie and he looks so, like the grinch except the name, blue red and yellow right it's so, a power ranger grinch the name earth girls are easy so these aliens land in this lady's pool gina davis and Which is a metaphor for them getting exactly. later into Long Gina story Davis. short, hey. they be, they take on human form, and she falls in love with the <laughs> Jeff Goldblum, who obviously she married in real life. So, but now we're there's another movie on as we're wrapping up the show here, another Gina Davis movie, and I I remember the visuals, some like pirate, the you know I don't know whatever, but. Um, the way which then led us to a league of their own. We were kind of talking about sports movies earlier before we started. Look at just no makeup on Gina Davis. Gina, though. hey, back in the day, man, Bro. she was a very pretty lady. She, she's tall. She's like six feet tall. So you know, if you like a taller lady, she was definitely fitting that. Um, she's oh, she's got the vanilla ice uh, eyebrow. The vanilla ice. Oh my god. 
too cold, too cold. Dude, I got to jump out of this window before something else uh, happens. Uh, easy, <laughs> easy. No, dude. Or before you make number at, four in there. Yeah, no shit. Well, <laughs> I know. I the whole the whole joke. The fun thing about the houses right now is, is like we're we're in we're in countdown mode. Right. We're in, we're month, we're a week away or not. We're a week down. We got five weeks to go. Nice. We gotta wait. Nice. I know you got some kids, so you know the wait. Yes, I do. Yes, I do. That's um. the that's the bummer. <laughs> so there's a lot of wow, wow. He just he just pulled a bullet out of her, and now he's about to put a bullet in, in her. her. <laughs> and that's what I'm talking about. These crazy movies. Yeah, literally pulls a move a bullet this is out on of her. TV. It's on this on. What channel? What network? This. This. Yeah. So this is it's like, like five point six. Yeah. Yeah. But she's so pretty. She's so pretty. Yeah. She's just looking up at him you know, from like and, this. And, and it took me to actually see kind of these older movies. Because, yeah, she was a very pretty lady. Absolutely. Oh and she got stuck doing pirate movies. You know, I bet you yeah. this wasn't the most sought-after movie back in its day. Right. But, you know, then she gives you classics like League of Their Own, right. Thelma and Louise, right. on and on it goes. Well, and then you get The Fly. We were talking about The Fly earlier. Great movie. Great movie. If only... you need a nice tripped-out movie, people, go get the original. Well, not the originals. That was back in the 50s, but back in the 80s, The Fly. Well, they remade The Fly. Yep. Nice. Oh, yeah, yeah nice. you might like the original back. I, w- I would not like the fly, dude. I didn't like. You I'm didn't not like. Into, yeah, where he comes out. <laughs> I only got. I only got to the beginning of that, and I was like, I'm done. Yeah. I I don't do well with like anything, dude. Like the the hills have eyes was fucking rough. Ooh. Um, house of wax. Ooh. Like just the weird kind of torture of like any. I mean, gotcha. left house, last house on the left. left yep. Where the dad puts the dude's fucking mm-hmm. head in the microwave. Although Last now, house as a, as a father, as a father, that was a rough one so. for me because there's a pretty tough rape scene in yeah. that movie. Where yeah, I was, I was watching that movie and I was even like, wow, man, I might need to turn this one off, man, because that was that was tough. And it, that was at a period of time. Well, uh, Sorry for the weird ending. Of right now, as but, we go demented. Here. But how badass though! This was in a in a time where, like, for some reason, they came out with movies like that, um, where eventually, you know, the guy kills everyone who fucking did it to his to his chick, mm-hmm. and and uh, and puts one dude's head in a microwave, turns yep. it on, blows up. Yep. Uh, but also at the same time, there's a fucking movie with Hugh Jackman comes out, and Hugh Jackman has his daughter missing. And uh, the guy thinks mm-hmm. he has the perpet, you know, he thinks right. he has the fucking guy. He's torturing him, throws him in a shower with fucking boiling water um, in an apartment building. No one else is around. Right. He's pulling his fingernails off. He's clipping fingers off. He's he's fucking, you know, he's he's beating him in the head with a hammer <laughs> yeah, being like, yeah. fucking tell me where my daughter is. Right. Dude. And it's like this. It's always weird when movies. Uh, sorry. Now. All right. We got to end it. But God damn it. Dude, it, it gets into this thing where um, they they had these movies where it was like justifiably so it's fucked well, up to watch. But yeah. I was big into horror dad, movies in the eighties, oh, so no. all those classic. Oh, the classics films. are different from the new oh, shit, man. though, right? Yeah, I mean, prom night, uh, uh, just crazy Carrie. stuff. I mean, you know, Carrie. Uh, Carrie was a trip. Uh, the original Amityville Horror is a great movie. What about uh, what's the like like Friday the Thirteenth? Fucking scary, you know, not scary movie. Um, well, you know, in the eighties, all those yeah, all those movies came out, and there were so many of them. Yeah, there was about the, Texas Horror. Was that a scary one? Or the Texas Chainsaw Massacre? Yes, yes. Yeah, yeah, because there was the original, you know, from the early seventies. Then obviously they have remade that a few times. But the, the, the original is a very tripped-out movie. 
Uh, there's another one, one of my personal favorites. What was that? Uh, I think it was called Man Eater or something. Okay. Uh, your typical setup, kids in the woods, blah, 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 blah. Here comes the killer guy, all this. But it was actually a pretty cool movie. Oh, Madman. That's what it was called, Madman. Okay. You can Google it. It's still out there in, in the nether regions. But that was a good one. But, yeah, man, huge horror movie fan back in the 80s. And that's why I'm not so much of a horror fan now because i i'm not they don't scare me like they did back in the day right you know that was the whole reason like we were just talking last house on the left that was the whole reason i wanted to watch that it was a scary movie right and i started watching it and take that rape scene out that i was just talking about it just wasn't like a real scary or anything movie no. for me it may right. have been for other people but it wasn't for me right but yeah man i loved growing up and watching scary movies loved it i mean i'd be home on weekends in the middle of the night just down in my bedroom vcr hell yeah (laughs) did you ever watch the strangers no that's that's a fucked up one i was 13 i'm upstairs in my room i watch it and all it is is these people who find somebody's home right oh yeah yeah i remember that yeah yeah because they're home they're gonna fucking kill them it's like holy shit that's real that's a possibility the way it's going nowadays that is way more than a possibility Uh, that should happen purge it's like oh Uh, yeah but um he but you know nightmare on elm street that you know the first time i saw that i think was in the day but i was watching it in in my basement and was getting scared and it was like i said it was daytime but man all that system of emily rose got me bad I watched that in the middle of the day. I was scared as fuck. Um, All kinds of stuff. The Fog. The Fog was all right. Yep. Um, Um, uh, Oh, um, God. Why am I drawing a blank here? Did you ever watch the one where the town in Iowa has the water? of the corn? No. Has the water go bad because they they found a plane that was, like, polluting the fucking... No. But anyways, it's making everybody, like, have rabies. What? Yeah, it was like making everybody into like a fucking like, um, like they were better blood, add this to freaks. my Netflix. They were like blood <laughs> freaks, and then essentially these people try to leave, and the government's like, "You can't fucking leave. You're mm-hmm. contaminated." Ooh. Um, and it's fucked up. Um, there's that. What about uh, what about the one where the the reporters in the apartment? And that's where all the rats gave him rabies, and what? those people started. What? What? Bobby? What are you watching? No, man? you've seen that one. It, it's it's <laughs> it, uh, it started off the big like the cameras following fucking people what? through the house. You know how like what's the what's the one where like everyone's like um, there's four of them. The what's the one where like the everyone like it's the camera that you see like in the house where it's like saw. The, no, the the right. bed the the sheet comes off the fucking bed and the. And it's like a ghost. It's a uh, paranormal activity. Remember that oh, movie? Oh, yeah. That, that, started, that goes exactly what I was saying. That did nothing for me. See, so, but what I'm saying is yes. that started with yeah. a trend of like the camera not. Yes, the way like, they shot it yes. and stuff, right? There was right, a movie right. where, um, and, it, and it's pretty big, dude. It was a pretty, pretty, uh, is whatever movie. But this reporter goes in, and as she goes in, the city fucking locks this place down. Sniper hmm. shot, you can't leave. And it's Weird. because there's like a con- contamination of some. Hmm. It's making people fucking like lose their shit and they just start wanting to kill Weird. you. Okay. Yeah. You have to. Fuck. It's. Ah. Uh, quarantine. <laughs> I think it's. I think the movie is called Quarantine because it's. They have to quarantine in this apartment building. And as they're trying to do that, okay. there's like rabid people being like, I'm going to eat. Like, they don't say anything. They literally. They have rabies. It's like advanced rabies that, that hits Ooh. quick. 
quick, like within t- within like Damn, a couple hours okay. of being in the building. Okay. I don't know. Or if you get bit or well, some shit. Well, you know, that's the thing with Hollywood, especially with those scary movies. You can have anything, right? Yes. I mean, I grew up with, you know, Jaws. So now I'm scared to go swimming in big bodies of water for, for like a year later. Hell yeah. Right? I don't do. I, I, I have. Mean, piranha. I have. So now I'm scared to swim in rivers and creeks because, hey, a piranha fish could be loose. And, you know, as a kid, of course. But, you know. I, I'm <laughs> not kidding. Just, I have a phobia of being in anything I can't touch the floor on. Like yeah. a, like a lake. If I go out to the middle oh, of the lake, oh okay, yeah, right, right, or the right, ocean yeah. or something, or even like uh, just too far out in a lake that oh, I yeah. can't touch. No, I I kind of had that phobia for a while myself. You know, it took I me a long know. time before, you know, oh. I'd be on a friend's boat and oh. you know jump off the pontoon in the middle of the lake. Right? Fuck no. Because the first time I did that was Lake Malax, and that's almost like an inland ocean. Because at points you can't even see across it. You if know, you go down, like, oh. I just don't like the idea of what if just something just goes. Nope, not you. <laughs> yep, sucks your own down. Fuck that. It's man. over. I think well, that's, yeah, well, that's where ocean definitely. Yeah, that stuff comes into play a lot more. But and the aliens are there too. So this is true. <laughs> this is true. Dude, I fucking love having hey, you on, man. man. We're going to hang out this weekend. On, I'm excited. Hey, it's going to be another uh, fun uh, rib party, and I cannot wait to have you and the gang and some other friends who you'll meet there. It's going to be a fun, fun time. Bought a new second pellet grill. Yeah, man. Are you going to run so, both at the same time? Oh, yeah, or? yeah, yep. I'm oh, gonna, wow. I'm actually, tomorrow I'm going to spend doing a couple pork butts. Nice. So I'll put that in the fridge overnight for Saturday. We'll, you know, nice. heat that up. So we'll have the pulled pork. We'll have the ribs going Saturday. And obviously, great company. You were at the last one, man. That was a lot of fun. Yeah, for sure. That was a lot of fun. I was so glad that you were able to come down and make it. Dude, you're and, the hostess with the mostest. Dude. Well, now the wife will be there, so it'll be a lot more organized. <laughs> Lizzie, I will not be burning your uh, top there. We uh, almost had a really cool topping on the mac and cheese last year. Isn't it? A, so, okay, so for people who don't know, the um, Lizzie came over to the rib party and she made this alum phenomenal mac and cheese. Alum of the pod, yes. Yes, alum of the pod as well. Goat. Um girl and vino, Jeez. girl and vodka are two favorites. But anyway, Lizzie comes over and she made this nice dish, um, mac and cheese dish. And of course me being a dude, I'm like, oh okay, well I'll put it in the oven to keep it warm. You know, as we were yeah. all hanging out and before we were eating a little bit and yep. you know, didn't realize that I should probably take the top off of this thing and so when we go to grab it to eat it the top has melted because it was in the oven for oh, like yeah. a half yeah. hour right or whatever it was it's a semi-solid at this point but it had kind of melted just on the edges somehow and we were able to it didn't touch the food at all right and we were able to get the top off this thing and everything was still intact so we ate her wonderful by the way mac and cheese oh yeah um it yeah, was yeah. just funny. It'll be exciting. Yeah, so with my wife in the mix now, because Angie is definitely let, letting people know you won't have to worry about burnt tops or anything <laughs> like this. Um, but, yeah, man, I'm very excited to have the gang over once again because it's always just a good time. Right. Um, yeah. having, having good food, just fucking hanging just out. Just hanging out with good people, man. Getting just, a little fucked up. Yep. Oh, you know that, brother. Oh, yeah. You know that. All right. Uh, Sports on Right podcast on the Pigskin uh, Podcast Network. Um, did I get that correct? Yes, you do. Fuck yeah. That's the sports go. Anything else you got, sir? Hey, again, just thank you for having me on the show, Mr. Boucher. It has been a blast. Always happy to be in the Blue Light Studios, my friend. And for the people out there, 
make sure you check out Bobby. He does a fantastic show. And do the deep dive on this stuff. Um, I, I just love listening to you, man. So keep doing what you're doing as Thank well. Thank you very much. And, you know, just keep moving forward, brother. You got a good show. You're too kind. Hey, We're going to fucking party this that. weekend. Yes, we are. All right. Thank you, sir. Peace. Yeah.